please repeat. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Mangalam Gurudevaya Devye Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brindevyo Sarvalokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chadarmasya Sarvadarmasarupine Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishnaya Mangalam Mangalam Gurudevaya Devye Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brindevyo Sarvalokaya Mangalam Om Om Vasudevutam Devam Kamsacharanam Aradhanam Devaki Paramanandam Krishna Vande Jagatkulam this last prayer, it's part of the this Vasudeva uh, Sutam Devam. This is um, written by Shankaracharya. Was it yesterday or two days ago? His birth. Two days ago, we celebrated Shankaracharya Jayanti, most auspicious day. Uh, One thousand. I forgot what. <laughs> One thousand four hundred and something years, something like this. You know, uh, his birthday. And uh, uh, so this is a hymn that he put as part of his uh, introduction to the Bhagavad His He wrote a hymn that introduces his commentary on Bhagavad Gita. And that's one verse. And it's very common throughout India to chant this verse before chanting Bhagavad Gita. Right? Uh, uh, but it's very nice. For, it's been in my mind because it starts Vasudeva Sutam. It says, the son of Vasudeva. Vasudeva Devam Kamsa Charana Maradam, the killer of Kamsa. And Charana, his brother. Maradam Devaki Paramanandam. He is a supreme bliss of Devaki. Devaki Paramanandam Krishna Vande Jagat. We bow to that Krishna, the Jagatgurum, the teacher of the world. Very nice prayer. <coughs> so it fits in perfectly with what we're talking. So last week, what happened last week? <laughs> what happened? I also don't remember what happened. <laughs> let, me, let me look at the. Oh, one big thing that I found my, my missing Bhagavatam, which is oh, good. Yeah. The miss, I just put it up on the wrong shelf, is usually what I do. Um, uh, yeah, so it was about the pre- previous life of, that's right, the predecessor, pre- yeah, the predecessor, pre- uh, the previous life of, of Devaki and of Nanda, and Krishna's own, give, describing his own past. past. Oh, can, yeah, that verse from the, um, that section from the Katamrita we wanted to read last week and I forgot. You had oh. a thing. Can you find that? We can read that. <coughs> well, one thing, the important part of that, that many important things were said. But one thing is that you had practiced Krishna, the Vishnu who had appeared in, in the in in the, in the um, from the body of Devaki appeared in beautiful description, a beautiful form, holding all the weapons of Vishnu, yellow cloth, jewelry. I mean, it's a full vision, not just a little baby. So Devaki, her first Devaki and and and, and Vasudeva have full understanding that Krishna is Vishnu. He's Bhagavan. He's the supreme. You know, it's not. Uh, there's no confusion, although the, the parental sentiment is mixed in, but still that's the primary understanding. <coughs> and Krishna, uh, Vishnu mentions in your past life, O Devaki, right, uh, uh, in one of your past lives, um, let me find it here. You were uh, Prishni, you were uh, uh, the wife of, uh, of, a, of a Manu, uh, Prajapati Sutapa, your name was Prishni, and you both did tremendous austerities. You mentioned some of those austerities, doing pranayama and meditation with a calm mind, tolerating every type of difficulty, 
every pair of opposite, fasting, fasting even from eating only leaves, eating only air, little things we mentioned. So much austerity for how long? We do it for 12,000 divine years, right? <laughs> An infinitely long period of years. And so one of the points of the scribe, and then it says in your next life, and, and, that, and, and for that you wanted to, have, before starting your act of uh, being a progenitor, right, uh, beginning lineages, you wanted your first son to be like me. And since there is no one like me, no one equal to me, I have to, to have a boon of having a son like me, since there's no equal to God, I have to be born as your son. And so I was born as your son. And then, but I, was, I gave you the boon of being born three times as your son. Right. The next time you also did a less intense vrat, I think it's uh, maybe 12 years or 12 days, I forget, it's called the Paisha Vrata, the milk fast, as Aditi, the mother of the gods. And, uh, and I was born to you the same prayer, I want a son like you to help defeat the demons and reestablish the supremacy of the devas. This is fighting Bali. And uh, uh, so he also said, there's nobody like me. I'll have to be born as your son. And he was born as Vamana, the little dwarf. And we read that. That was one of my favorite leelas in the Bhagavatam. To me, very, very significant information given. Uh, uh, and that now, again, uh, uh, I'm being born as your son. But it doesn't seem, there's no record, not too much record of her austerities in this, in this present life as Devaki. Yeah, that's, that's her great austerity. Yes, that's exactly right. Her, her austerity, she tolerated so much. She tolerated, uh, 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 both her and her husband tolerated so much. We've read all those, all those horrendous things that Kamsa did, including killing all of, all of her previous children. Six children have been killed. But we also remember one of the points is that they also have a backstory. Right? They were actually Kamsa's children in a previous life, right? That's Hiranyakashipu. You know, there's very complicated, everybody has complicated past. That's the point. Is none of us come to this situation without a past, right? Many things, some remembered, some of them forgotten, some of them never even thought of, have brought us at this point to this point to even come and have this conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Everything we're going through, we don't, we don't remember all uh, well, God is there. But he's saying, I remember the same important verse in Bhagavad Gita we quoted last week, that many, uh, you were many, you've been born many times, Krishna says to Arjuna, I've been born many times. But the difference is you don't remember, I remember. I remember all of my births, yes. When Tell you me. say that, will we ever get to know in this lifetime any of our past <clears throat> You can't know, there, there, you, people, there are some people who remember their past, some past lives. Right, and sometimes you have a divine revelation to telling you your past life. But there's some danger in knowing. This is, of course, I think, uh, being to give set up something up symbolic. One point that we have a past, right, that brings us to this point. And another point, my next point, we'll be making is that it also the result of the spiritual realization that Devaki is having, having literally the, the God be born inside of her, to her, or in her mind, or in her body, however you, we conceptualize it is a result of tremendous practice for so many lives. Right, so we, so, uh, uh, so that's the main teaching here, but many yogis can remember some past lives. But it's actually good that we don't remember too much. You say 12,000 mm -hmm. divine years. Yes, yes. Kind of like define, Yeah, it's uh, 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 a, a divine year is the year of, of, of Brahma, right? So one, cre so one day of Brahma is, is, one day of Brahma is one creation cycle. One night, night of Brahma is one creation cycle. So you make a year of Brahma is a hundred, uh, three hundred and six, whatever. I'm, I mean, the math has been done. I'm not, I'm, I don't, I don't, I can't have a, fr a fr uh, we've discussed that stuff and I had that fresh in my mind, but then a long time since I thought about it. But there, I mean, and math has been done. We know, I mean, a day of Brahma is so many, if you were to, 
to um, uh, put it into human terms, it's a really long time, She's right? Billions. billions of years, right? So these are mythological characters also, right? We can also take them there. They may be dealing with cosmic, cosmic personalities, but it's also taken a little bit mythologically also, right? There's a, there's a deep meaning behind these cosmic personalities. The, um, and, 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 and also, uh, for life, of, uh, one, year, one year Brahma is the same as, for Brahma, that's just one year. Right? In comparison to our life, we would consider that really, really long. There is very, um, um, like, a, a relativity and time and like this, right? And we, we example, an example is given in the scriptures itself. It's from Indra to Indrajit, right? Indra is the king of the gods. He lives an inconceivably long period of time, but he still lives a hundred years of his life, right? The life of Indra. And an ant lives a few days, some ants, some, some, some moth. I mean, I have moths that come into my kutir. I know that moth. It is born, it hatches from its cocoon, right? Flies immediately to our, my, my, my uh, night-blooming jasmine that I have that's attracted like that, and then mates and dies, right? So it's, it's, it's waking, it's manifested life is one in one day, 24 hours. But that 24 hours is his life. That's his 100 years, Right, so for him, it, that's his, it's his whole, he gets married, he falls in love, he gets a job, he <laughs> has children, you know, he does all the things he does within the, the moth world, right? So, so it's meant to be, it's, it's partially here, it's meant to be impressive, right, for a very, very long time, right? And that's, uh, it's a, also, and we mentioned last week, this 12 is a, is a symbolic number also, right, of a period of tapasya. The period number 12 is a period of tapasya also. And very sacred, it's a sacred number for Vishnu especially, like 11 is a number for... Shiva nine is a number for Devi. There are certain numbers that are that are connected and have symbolic power. Twelve is especially sacred to Vishnu, especially especially uh, and especially connected to the Bhagavatam, right? It's Bhagavatam has twelve skandhas, twelve sections, right? And the main mantra that the whole Bhagavatam is the commentary of this mantra Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, which is called the twelve-lettered mantra also, um, uh, uh, like that. Anyways, uh, um, uh, so you find it. So there's one thing like I remembering when when I was reading this is that maybe the, the I thought the an important point is that it was by tremendous practice whatever her practice was we've given a list of some of her practices but um in the Katamrita, Ramakrishna Katamrita, where are we here? There's two parts. He mentions yeah. it briefly there. Yeah. So Master uh, uh, Mahashaya, uh, who is commonly referred to as M, right? This is on his second meeting. Or third meeting, third meeting, third meeting with Sri Ramakrishna. At that time, he, there is a, a, a bit of a, a crowd, and many people are there. And after some talks, and they go and they're outside, and then he see. I think it's when Sri Ramakrishna is singing. No, it's when. So, oh, Viva, oh, so then he meets uh, that he first time he sees Swami Vivekananda Narendra, and he hears Swami Narendra singing, but of course, and he's never heard a voice like anybody like that except only person he he heard sing more beautiful, more devotion was Sri Ramakrishna. Right, I think, if I remember, it's, I mean, I'm jumping, okay. So this is, uh, um, I'll read this a little bit. This chapter is called, In the Temple of Samadhi. The meeting broke up. The devotees are still, are strolling about here and there. Master, master here refers to M. Master too strolled around the Panchavati and other places, approximately five in the evening. After some time coming, toward, coming back towards Sri Ramakrishna's room, he saw in the middle of the small veranda north of the room an extraordinary incident taking place. Sri Ramakrishna is standing still. Narendra, who then became Vivekananda, and a few devotees are standing. Master M came up listening to the song. Came up listening to the song. 
he remained drawn to the song as he listened. Apart from its takor singing, he had never heard anywhere such sweet singing. All of a sudden, as he cast a glance towards Takor, he remained stunned. What did he see? Takor stands motionless. The leaves of his eyelids are not falling. One cannot tell whether his breath is flowing in and out. Upon asking, one devotee said that this is called Samadhi. Master, M, M, had never seen, never heard of anything like this. Stunned, he in thinking. So this is his own... This is uh, his own reaction when he's seen this, this sight of Samadhi in Sri Ramakrishna. When a man thinks of Bhagavan, does he lose outer consciousness like this? I don't know how long faith and devotion must have been maintained for such a thing to happen. And the thing is that must, his immediate response is, how much, how much sadhana, for how many years does it take to have this state of consciousness? This is the song. And this is the song uh, Swamiji is singing, Swamiji is kind of singing. Meditate, O my mind, on Hari, who is full of consciousness and without stain. What beauty of unrivaled splendor, bewitching form, the delight of devotees' hearts, dyed in the hue of new-felt passion that, shines a mil- that shames a million moons. What beauty lightning flashes from that luminous form, and the, and the hair stands erect, and all life trembles. As this line of the song was sung, Thakur Sri Ramakrishna began to tremble. The hair on his body stand erect. His eyes are melting with tears of bliss. From time to time, it is as if, seeing something, he is smiling. What do we know? What no, do, we do not know. Is he having darshan of that unrivaled beauty that shames a million moons? Is this what is called the vision of Bhagavan's form of consciousness? After how much spiritual practice is done, after how much austerity bears fruit, and as the result of how much devotion and faith does such God vision take place? The song continues and the ecstasy gets more intense and M's reactions get more intense. Right? But this is the point, M's original response is like, what, we, what's again, we, don't, we meet Sri Ramakrishna the last four years of his life in the Katamrita. 144 meetings that took place during the last four years of his life, right? But this was not, Sri Ramakrishna was not four years old, <laughs> right? He had performed tremendous austerity. Even before coming, he had tremendous experiences, but then he'd done his tremendous practices, 12 years or more. So actually, yeah, even we were really given, we, in a general rule, we say, if we were to generalize, Sri Ramakrishna did 12 years of austerity. His sadhana practice lasted roughly 12 years, that same period of time. Not exactly 12 years. And where, it depends where do you start and where do you stop his sadhana period. Sri Ramakrishna was always learning, always experiencing new things and experimenting. But, uh, uh, so this is one of the points of last week's uh, discussion, is that, that uh, uh, to get, and, and then we give that interpretation, not only the, the, uh, that Devaki and Nanda did so much austerity in order to become the parent, the vessel or the parents of, of Krishna, or to have that relationship with Krishna, that incredibly sweet Vatsali relationship with Krishna, but then if we take it a little bit symbolically, the story of Krishna's birth as symbolic of spiritual awakening, it also, and Krishna meaning, we, we showed how the word means attraction, it also means bliss and joy, right? And to have the realization of joy within the body, within the, with the, when the, we, we give some interpretation of the symbolism of, of Krishna's lila and parents, um, uh, 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 that, that, awake, that spiritual awakening also requires dedicated sadhana over a long period of time. That's, I think, one of the points being that, that was discussed, uh, being described. So, what happened right after that? 
Uh, and, then, and, the, and then the final thing, the final thing that Vishnu said to his parents is, you should, I'm leaving, I have to, I mean, she, this thing has to happen, I have to, you know, but you should think continuously, but two things, that I am, he says, Matri uh, Bhava and uh, and uh, Brahma Bhava, I believe is, I don't have those those verses in front of me this, this time, but I think it was, uh, you have to think both that I am your son and that I am supreme, I am Brahman. Right, thinking this, you will attain my final abode. That was the final verse, right? So that's actually a very interesting point that for for um, uh, for Devaki and Nanda, they they start knowing he's Bhagavan, right? Sorry, yes, uh, uh, Devaki and thank you, and Vasudeva. They he, they know that Krishna is Vishnu, Bhagavan, or not even Bhagavan. They they know. I mean, their prayers re- show their revelation that the flash of experience of having Krishna in front of them or Vishnu in front of them. Is also their realization. You are the supreme truth. You are the uh, uh, you know parasatya. All those I mean, those verses of, of Devaki's prayers and and the God's prayers, the sages' prayers, Devaki's prayers, and Vasudeva's, Vasudeva's prayers all reveal the nature of their realization. Uh, um, but what's going to happen? We know that Krishna doesn't grow up in in their house. He grow he grows up in Vrindavan, in the house of uh, his foster parents, Devaki and Yashoda uh, and Nanda. Right, but Yashoda and Nanda, maybe it's mentioned, and we'll just mention a little bit here, I mean, when we get there, it may be there. Uh, they also had a past life. I'm forgetting which rishis they were in their past, right? And they also prayed, did tremendous austerities to get Vishnu as their son. But they had an added request. We talked about this a few weeks ago, a little bit. He says that we want you to be born as our son, but we don't want to know your God. Right, so Devaki knew both he's my son and he's God, right? But Yashoda, she never felt, even though she knew, actually Narada makes a point, the Gopas and Gopis knew he was Bhagavan. Right? In spite of that, they consider them, you know, but that was not their primary thing. Like, you know, like you, 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 your, your father may be an important guy in the government, and you know that, but you don't think about that ever, unless you go to work with him or something, saw, bring your daughter to work there or something, you know, it's like, otherwise you know he has some important... But that's not, that's not even one, that's like nothing part of your relationship. Other people, that's all and everything for them, right? Other people's relationship with your dad is like, wow, it's like, you know, he's the boss and, you know, they cower in front of him. That's 100% of their relationship. They know somewhere that he must be somebody's father, <laughs> right? You know, if you have, you have a powerful, powerful boss, right, you know that he probably has a nice, something, he must, that man must have some sort of a sweet relationship with somebody. <laughs> somebody must consider them, their, you know, it's like their, their son or like that. But that's not our relationship. So a, a child, they, they, they have a re, uh, they have relationship with Krishna that's completely sweet, and they know they know he's God. They do know he's God. Some people claim that they don't know he's God, right? But but um, uh, uh, Narada makes a very strong. He's a few verses, but he gives a reason for it. We'll go into, when we get to those Rasalila parts. Uh, when you're talking about the gopis like that, we'll we'll bring up back uh, uh, Narada Muni's reasons that they definitely knew he was Bhagavan. They knew he was Brahman. Uh, but that was. Almost insignificant, because we mentioned a few weeks ago this this uh, the Panchabhava, these five uh, rasas, these five moods in the Vaishnava Tantra, these five different moods uh, the devotees have with God. One of them is considered very almost as intimate as you can get, right? Is this Vatsalya, that of mother and child? But it's not. We I mean we have this this form of having mother as the divine the, uh, God is our mother. Right, is a reverse form of Vatsalya. It's also a type of Vatsalya Baba, but it's uh, but this is the type here is that like God is our that we're the mother, and God's our son, 
right? Or God's our daughter, right? It's different. And you see many people, even with the Divine Mother, we're like I know we know like uh, like one famous artist, uh, uh, Anuradha Palwa, right? Very famous. She's one of the most famous uh, uh, devotional singers in India and lives in Bombay. Great devotee of Makali, probably I don't know several thousand recording CDs. I mean, she's you know Bombay recording artist. You know every every three weeks they produce a new for an album for a movie or you know so much and and uh, uh and she has in her bedroom a giant life-size statue of kali usha knows her quite well she's been here several times also um uh, and she says and all the time she see whenever she goes shopping she sees oh you know i need to buy this the sari for her i need to get this for her i have to get this for her but because but divine mother is is countless trillions of universes flow from her from the pores of her body the ten avatars come from the dirt underneath her fingernails right you know her sidelong glances uh, creates uh, 30 uh, 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 36 trillion universes these are all verses from the shastras right but she doesn't need a sari she doesn't need a sweet or she oh ma would really like this necklace but she said oh she's my she's my uh, she's my third daughter she says right my i had two other daughters and i moved out of the house i only have one daughter left Right, and so I get all my attention to her. Right, that's her colleague that lives in her bedroom. <laughs> you know, so it's the same. So even the divine, so it shows you even the reverse form of it is still like, have you fed Ma? We have to wake up Ma. Ma has to go to bed at night time. Who's going to put Ma to sleep? That's a ridiculous thing to say. It's almost blasphemous to say who's going to put Ma to sleep. <laughs> who's going to wake her up? Got to feed her. You know, she's feeding everybody. She's a mother. But even in our relationship with God as mother, you can see the more devotion grows, the 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 um, that idea of God as God. God as the as the as the controller and, and sustainer and creator of everything becomes subservient to affection, right? So when when Krishna gets gets transferred and grows up to Yashoda and 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 and, and uh, Nanda, instead of from the palace, instead of a palace, he grows up in a village, right? Very unsophisticated, seemingly unsophisticated village people that don't have too much philosophy, too much politics, <laughs> right? You know, uh, Devaki and, and Vasudeva, they know all politics, all philosophy. So when they see, they immediately pray, as, oh thou, you know, sans- and rattle on Sanskrit verses about the, the nature of reality, right? You know, even when Yashoda, you know, the famous scene where he looks in her mouth and sees, sees Krishna's mouth because he's eating dirt and he opens his mouth and sees the universe, and then within the universe, he sees countless trillions of universes. In each one of them, there's a Yashoda and a Krishna opening the mouth, and within them, countless universes. Right? When she comes back from it, she's like, immediately everything gets put back into place. It's don't eat dirt. <laughs> right? Because her duty is, God or not, he shouldn't be eating dirt. She's her son, he's, he's responsible. Yeah. Is it really dirt? Everybody says cottage cheese. I think it's dirt. <laughs> Whatever it was, the important part is, 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 the, is the, because Krishna can eat cottage cheese. That's a lot. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of cottage cheese. <laughs> he was not dairy intolerant, lacto intolerant. We know that. Um, but the uh, uh, so uh, so that 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 final verse of of, of uh, Krishna speaking Vishnu speaking to uh, Devaki, you should know you know both you know that you know I'm God and you think of me as your child, having both these attitudes at the time of death you shall I shall take you to my own supreme abode. There's Paramgati, Mam Paramgati, something I verses there. So we're going to pick up from there. What happens next? We all know a little bit the story. We've seen the poster art. What happens, right? Remember, they're in prison, shackled, right, and deep in the dungeon of Kamsa's house, late at night. What did it happen? All this happens at midnight, right? Midnight on Ashtami, hmm? In the rainy season. In the rainy, in the rainy season, right? So it's uh, they're in the monsoon, part of the monsoon season, right? A dark night, dark uh, night. a dark and stormy night, right? <laughs> Krishna's born, and uh, so let's see where we are. 
Huh? Night like tonight. Uh, night, not, not, not unlike tonight. <laughs> a little bit not unlike tonight. But. So, Shishuka Uvacha. Shishuka is the, the, um, the, the original speaker. He's talking to the uh, King Parikshit, who's been destined, knowing, knowing that he's going to die in a few days, right? So he's hearing an auspicious message. Saying this, Hari became silent. As his parents looked on, through his own Maya, Bhagavan appeared as an ordinary infinite. Bhagavan Atma Mayaya. That's the important term. Bhagavan Atma Mayaya. This, and this whole section, we're going to learn about this Atma. It's a theme of this Atma Maya, or Swamaya, or Yoga Maya. So it's the Atma's Maya. It's not like we are also under the, under the control of Maya. Right? Usually we think of Maya as simply illusion, delusion, mistake. Right? Uh, but this is slightly yoga maya is considered, or uh, yoga maya, or mahamaya in the devotional text of the Bhagavatam. The like here is called atma maya, the, the self's own power, or yoga maya is a power of yoga. It's, it's Vishnu's own energy, right? It's not that we're mistaking things; he's making things happen, right? Or she's, and so yoga maya also is a is a, a, a feminine term, right? And she shows up as a goddess. She's she's the goddess. Maham, we call it mahamaya ki jai. We always say at the end of our arati, right? Uh, so she's not just, we're not glorifying ignorance. We're glorifying the power that creates both ignorance and knowledge. The power that creates the world of duality, and the, the one that creates the world of duality, and also reveals the world of non uh, the, the unitive experience behind the world of duality, Mahamaya, Yogamaya. And so this whole section, really, the governing deity, the presiding deity of this chapter is Yogamaya. Right, and you'll see, because everything, she's actually doing everything. Even the ability to think, we mentioned Yashoda, doesn't know, doesn't really think that Krishna's God. You see the entire universe, and you think he's not God, then he's just your son, and you're worried, almost, what's going to happen to him? Maybe it's inauspicious what I just saw. Maybe it's a sign that he's possessed by ghosts. Right, you know, it's like immediately that comes, you know, why is that? He's making it so, through his yoga maya. Right, he's, repla he, he's taking that knowledge away and making her forget. Right, so it's different than ignorance. We forget. I mean, it's not like oh, we don't know God's God. That's our problem. But when God doesn't want you to know He's God, right? That's Mahamaya. He, in order to create, in order to keep the lila going, it's a, it's a conscious a swamaya, atmamaya, yogamaya. Uh, these terms are that He Himself is. They're His own power. They're not somebody. They're not our mistake, right? So it says Bhagavan uh, Yogamaya by His own Maya that Vishnu became a little baby. Right before he was he, he was he described blue color, yellow cloth, golden jewelry, holding all weapons. Right now he becomes a little naked, little naked baby like you'd expect after a birth. Right, this is a and so maybe this is this is what happened. There is actually just a birth, right? But this is describing that realization, the flash of direct understanding. Right, uh, um, uh, we were reading or listening yesterday, yesterday about. Buddha is said to have come out of the born from the side of a, of, of his mother, right? And so that's a symbolic, uh, like then because it's from the heart chakra, the symbolic of the heart chakra. She's a spiritual, it's a spiritual birth, right? So it, both as a spirit, but also he represents the illumination, the Buddha consciousness, like that, that comes at the higher chakras, right? Right. Most likely, the historical Buddha wasn't born out of the side of his mother. It's a story to, to illustrate an important philosophical, spiritual point, you know. So whatever happened, this is how it's being described in this text. Other texts will describe it differently. The Bhagavatam describes it this way. Saying this, Hari, Hari became silent. His parents looked, as his parents looked on, through his own maya, 
Bhagavan appeared as an ordinary infant. So it wasn't by the parents' mistake. Now I thought you was God, now I think you're a child. No, he then appeared, he's showing himself in a different way. That's the point. Then, uh, 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 what is it? Tattacha Sauri Bhagavat Bhagavat Prachodita Tattacha Sauri Bhagavat Prachodita Sauri means born from the gods, which means this is a reference to um, uh, Vasudeva. He's not, his name is not mentioned, but then also Vasudeva did what? Bhagavat Prachodita We have Prachodayata uh, in, in the mantra. It means inspired illuminated and uh, enlivened so he got from bhagavan bhagavan put something into his mind either he says he told him what to do or inspired him what to do he knew what to do from within it's all under the guide suttam samadhaya sa suttika grihat samadayat suttam samadayat he picked up his son right he holding his son uh, samadayat he Took him up, carried, or took, or or or, or held. Going to be all those meanings. Sukrita uh, gritat grihat means from the maternity ward, from the the laying chamber of his wife. He took picked them up. Bahir bahir gantum in order to go outside. Well, how can he go outside? Right, he's shackled. He's deep in a prison, surrounded by by guards who are who who. Who uh, Kamsa has told you watch carefully. Don't let anybody in. Don't I mean uh, you tell me he's done it. Don't let, don't let anybody out. <laughs> Not even let anybody in. Right, right. And so what? Ha so how is he going to go out? And then it says, he um, uh, uh, says, "Ishase trahi ajaya yoga maya ajani nanda jayaya." At that exact time. Right, as he picks up the, the child, at that exact time, something happens far away, not so far away, between Mathura and Vrindavan and Gokul, I think is like 12 kilometers, something like that. Right, I forget the exact number, but it's not that far. In the house of Nanda, right, Nanda Jaya, the wife of Nanda also gives birth. He says, uh, uh, um, Ajaya Yoga Maya, Yoga Maya Ajani. That birth, the birthless one, Yoga Maya takes birth at the same time when Krishna picks up that baby. At the exact same time, in the, the wife of Nanda means Yashoda, gives birth to the birthless one, known Yoga Maya. So again, this term, the birth of the birthless one, is an impossibility, right? So that's the whole mystery of the incarnation being talked about in these verses. So, um, uh, but how is this possible? How can some? How can the? How can one give birth to the birthless one? By Yoga Maya. It's Yoga Maya is being born. That exact moment, by saying, just when he did this, the next thing, the rest of the things that's going to happen is all under the control of Yoga Maya. She's making miraculous things possible, right? Things that are actually not possible, right? This is not in the realm of Yoga Maya. This is not, this is a, an extraordinary mystical realm. These are internal experiences, right? By saying this, that, that the, the, the Yoga Maya, the birthless one, whose name is Aja, birthless. Is is ajani takes birth, right? Right at the exact moment. So there's something that exact when that happens, something mystical is happening. It's now under the under the realm of Yoga Maya of Devi. Yoga Maya is the name of the god goddess Durga in this chapter, right? Right. So then, inspired by Bhagavan, he Vasudeva carried the child from the laying room to go outside. At that time, Yoga Maya, who is birthless, took birth from the wife of Linda. So. If we stop for a second and review, uh, remember, 
some of the symbolism we gave some of the yogic uh, uh, symbolism the yogis have given as a, as a metaphorical meaning of the story. We mentioned that Devaki is, can be taken as the body where that experience happens. Vasudeva, uh, the word Vasu also has the same root of, as uh, air, right? Uh, um, and of pervading, all pervading. Vasu and Vasu have that quality to it. So this is a reference to prana, right? And so the union of prana with the body, which is when prana awakens, what happens? And bliss is experienced, Krishna. Right, which means that which is ecstatic or blissful or joyful. Right, that which is attractive and which is beautiful, but it's also that which is blissful. That divine, incredible experience happens. Right, so if that's so, that's one sense what's happening. No, now and and in that uh, um, uh, symbolism, where where is it happening? It happens in the dungeon. That dungeon is a material. It is in our material body, right? Or seen as the material world, right? Or seen even more tantrically in muladhara. Right, we can keep thinking. It depends how you want to think of it. There's so many ways to think about it. Right, different texts, different traditions will think of it in their own way. Where you want to touch it a little bit. So, when you're in, most, there's a mantra we use in puja for bhuta shuti, bhuta shinga shashiraha shashum, bhuta bhuta shringaha shashiraha. Right, that right? Bhuta shing means oh, oh Devi, oh, or the individual soul, our individual or the divine soul, trapped in the bhutas. Right, locked in the in the Buddhas, right? Buddha Shinga So we want to how to get that we want that Jivatma to come up, right, to the top of the head in in, in descriptions of the Tantric Yoga. But how to do it? It's trapped. It's it, where it means trapped in the Buddhas also means trapped in the elements, which also means trapped in body consciousness. And with, or, or materialistic consciousness. That's a but, the idea of Kundalini being trapped in Muladhara is the same idea as us being materialistic thinking and thinking we're the body and thinking this world is 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 our our world, right? That that itself is called yogically understood as being tra- Kundalini trapped in Muladhara. So he picks her up. Prana picks Krishna up, right? This is very uh, symbolic of many things. And Krana picks Krishna up, right? And needs to escape. He needs to leave Devaki for a moment, leave the body, leave the prison where, where the whole thing's in prison, trapped in the Buddha, the Kamsa, the ego. And we mentioned Kamsa is that ego, and 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 the guards. These are the senses, right? The we, we given that interpret given that interpretation, right? How do you get out? How do we get beyond this? How do we go beyond the senses? How do we get out of body consciousness? Right? Everything we're trapped, right? He's bound hand and foot, right? He says describe. He has he has things on his legs. He'll describe when he comes back. When you think he went back to how he was and it describes it doesn't describe how he is now, but he's he has metal uh, binds on his legs, right? And the the doors are all locked and the gates locked with with chains, right? You can't get I mean, they're locked and it's deep and it's surrounded by guards on a rainy night that are told not to let them out, right? So this is maybe a little bit our situation, but at the exact same time, Yoga Maya is also born, right? Now it's within her realm. She can accomplish uh, the impossible. The unborn is born at that exact time. So now everything that happens from that moment is in the realm of, of Yoga Maya. Or also Yoga Maya is another name for Durga. And Durga is another name of Devi. Devi is Kundalini. You can see it's a different, this is the magical world of, of Yoga now. By the influence, Taya Hritta Prayaya Sarva Vitesh. Okay. Taya Hritta Prayaya. Hrita pratyaya. Taya, taya means by influence, but who's influenced by of the previous word, which means yogamaya. By yogamaya's influence, what happens? Although she's born 
to the, but somewhere else. But by her influence, something happens here, right? What's happening in, in our situation, in our body, or in our prison, or in their prison, right? Hrita prayaya. Hrita means, here means senses. And pra, let me get the words right here. Uh, uh, pratyaya. Prat, we also have this, in yoga, we have this term prat. Where did that come? Pratya, pratyahara. Pratyahara means to withdraw the senses, the stage of meditation, right? When we internalize the senses, or shut the senses, or indraw the senses, this is however you want to. There's different ways to interpret it, and the techniques are different, right? But and so that's the thing. So the senses, if this in the myth, in the and in, in the in the um, uh, allegory of, of of this scene, right? The senses are the the guards are the senses, and here it says the guards become without sense. The senses are dulled, or senses no longer go. I mean, they become unconscious. Right, so this is also this is the first thing that happened. That that uh, this is also a stage of meditation that we're not when we're when we're when the guards are fully awake and looking outside or like uh, then you know uh, they have to go to sleep. The the senses have to withdraw their power. Withdraw. So the it's a, uh, even use the word the the senses become prachahara, withdraw the senses. Right, but in 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 the story it says that the the, the guards fell asleep. Right, but, it, but the words for the guards for the sleep also literally means in Sanskrit the senses are withdrawn, <laughs> right? So it's like it's, so it's like I mean we we maybe people may be accusing you know, Osamaji is getting taking too far some of this m- m- symbolism, or uh, it's but it's there it's it's there it's meant to be thought about a little bit it's, it's not the primary meaning but it is a primary meaning also because uh, when why we made we're meditating on what happened five thousand years ago what's believed to have happened five thousand years ago but if it doesn't happen now. Also, it has not much value. By the, by, the, by, by the influence of Yoga Maya, the senses of all the guards, right? Also, also Tava Hritta Prayata, devoid of sensation, Hritta Pratyaya, Sarva Vriteshu. Sarva Vriteshu means all senses. Here, if you're saying, oh, the guards became senseless, and therefore the guards lost their senses, which means they fell asleep. Or it means all senses. Right, has both meanings, right? It works both ways. Dwa steshu. Dwaha steshu. Dwaha means doors, and steshu means established at the gates. Right? This means the guards, right? The the doormen. The 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 the, 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 the. but it also means these the senses at the very gates. What fell asleep? What goes inward? The the, the gates of the senses. Right? The senses are shut down or gone gone inward. Right? The meaning is there. Paureshu uh, api, as well as other members, right? The senses, the doormen, the senses, or the, the guardians that are that are established at the at, at the gates, right? The, the, the they all go, and every and all the other energies, all the other shaktis, all the pranas and subpranas, and every, uh, mental modifications and vrittis, everything gets withdrawn and goes gets stilled, right? The yoga describes yoga sutta describes yoga when everything becomes when everything stops. What happens when everything stops in the Yoga Sutra, verse three or four? It says that self dwells in its own nature, right? This is something else comes up. Guruji used to tell me, our Guru used to say, he says, actually, there's only Brahman, there's only the self, there's no second thing, right? But somehow or another, and we can't ask how it just happens. Somehow or another, the fact is our body and mind's in the way, right? If you st- and it says yoga and meditation is designed to still the body, still the mind, then that which is already there, just stand, it just shines. It's already there. Right, we get we we don't notice it. We we're we're buzzing out, right? He says you stop the body and mind. 
There's, there's no, nothing's to be got. It's a, it, sh it, sh it shines in its own glory. That's what happens. By the influence of Yoga Maya, the senses of all the guards and the other inhabitants of the house, this house being this body also, were all indrawn in sleep. That's the way we translate it, right? Right. But also, so it's, that's also state of... So this has two complementary and contradictory meanings, right? All the senses have been put to sleep, right? That's, that's, that's how, in order to, you want to get, get past the guards, everything has to be, they have to be diluted. And that's what using Maya deludes. But we also, by the same power of Maya, we need to use, we need to withdraw the senses, right? That's not out of ignorance, but out of the control, out of yoga, yoga Maya, right? So Sri Ramakrishna said that same Maya is, is Ichamaya, what is, no. Uh, Vijamaya Shakti and, and Avijamaya Shakti. The power that gi gives knowledge, the power that gives ignorance. Right? It's the same. So the, in the story, it's a beautiful thing. The same language is used to tell two simultaneous stories. How the, the, the guards fell asleep because God, God just, they're just deluded and, 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 Vish, and he could carry the little boy out. Or, or and, right, we, by the grace of the Divine Mother, Everything goes to sleep, gets indrawn, and we can escape easily the prison house of this, of our own shackles, right? So both meaning that all do so then it's beautiful. Uh, 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 where is it? Dwarascha sarve pahita duratayaya. Durata brihat kalpana ayoshakilakam. So all the doors, dwara, all the doors and gates, right, that uh, he says, great, very hard, this is, these are very hard and firm, well-constructed doors and gates, right, as well as, brihat kapata, and huge, strong, like, these are the, the, the big protection, outside gates, right, it says, ayasha, kila, shinkaliya, they've been, that have been bound by pins, means by lock, Right, chains, metal chains, and pins, kilakam, right? They've been, they've been pinned shut, right, or locked shut. What happens? Then it says dot, 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 next verse. So, next, the idea stops for a second. Then it says, ta krishna vahe vasudeva agate. So, at that time, all of them, all those doors, all those gates, all the locks, Right, including the ones on his on his legs and everything. Those hard to cross, hard to. Krishnavahe, Vasudeva, Krishnavahe, Vasudeve. When Vasudeva was carrying Krishna, right. So that's so that's the scene. What happened? Swayam, ante anta, vavyaranta. I'm mistaking the pen. On their own, they opened. They became. Confirmed <laughs> by somebody's email. <laughs> on their own, everything opened, right? So, uh, 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 but it also like we know in the story, you know, we've, we've seen the movie, we've seen movies of it, we've seen we have uh, posters of it, we think about it on Janmashtami, we read it, we read the story every Janmashtami before midnight or after midnight. What happened? Krishna, uh, Vasudev carries Krishna, and as soon as he looks down, his chains are broken, right? They're undone, and he goes out, and and the gates are the, uh, and he sees, oh my, how am I going, how am I going to get out? Right, there's guards, but he's all the guards are sleeping. Right, and he, but what about the big chains when the door? And he looks, and the chains just fall off. And he pushes the door, and the doors are unlocked. Says how everybody's everyone's asleep, and nothing will be guarding. It seems impossible. That's a simple. That's the that's the the leela part of it. Right, and he goes out, and he he walks out. I've been trapped in here for years, 
eight years at this point almost, right? Been trapped in this more on and off in this dungeon, watching my children be killed, right? And he's just carried out easily, and he carries it out easily, easily, right? But also says when Vasudeva, if we interpret Vasudeva to be prana, right? Krishna vahe, that's carrying Krishna, right? What does it you know? What does it mean to carry Krishna when prana carries carries Krishna? It could be different things, right? It could be mantra, could be holding that form. It could be a form of pranayama, according to Guru. Right, but it has some deep spiritual meaning for sure. Right, when that happens, he turns around and finds all the doors are automatically open. Right, you mentioned we were talking about Paramahansa Gurantadir. The I was singing yesterday. We were uh, uh, half in joke, but very serious singing one song. Is that uh, what is it? Who is in my temple? That song. Who is in my temple? All the doors do open themselves. All the lights do light themselves. Right, automatically. Something like like who? It's like I go and all the doors automatically open. Right, right. <coughs> So this is very that, that when that happens everything when so when so when prana is holding Krishna, all the all the doors that are locked open themselves are on their own. Again, Swayam uses this word they are on their own accord, right? And it is also we see in, um, in Ramayana when Lord Ram wants to cross this ocean, right? It says when, when Kamsa, not Kamsa, uh, Ravana was abducting Sita, right? What happened? Birds attacked to try to stop him. We know a famous story of the Jayun, like, right? But it says that, that even the, um, the, the grass stood up against him, right? Every blade of grass was pushing. Of course, he just stomped on it and keep going. But all nature was against him. This inauspicious thing he was trying to do, stealing, right? But, but when, when, when Ram wants to cross the ocean, Right, the, the, uh, even what animals are helping, uh, 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 squirrels are throwing pebbles into the ro- in, into the river, into the ocean. R- rocks are are floating, right? Everything becomes. Aus- I mean, it's like it's everything. The way is open. If you do something auspicious, the way becomes open, right? This is the uh, part of the idea. All the doors and giant gates, fastened with locks and chains, opened on their own when Vasudeva approached carrying Krishna. And then it says very beautifully, Tata Tamo Raveh Raveh Just like just like Tamo, darkness goes at, uh, uh, at, uh, at the appearance of the sun. When the sun comes, darkness goes. When you carry Krishna, bondage goes. It's also very deep, very deep meaning, right? Just cold, just like, just like the. You, so does the sun have to fight the, the darkness, right? On its own, darkness disappears. Sun coming, darkness autumn. As the sun comes, darkness goes down automatically. They're not two different actions, the same action, right? There's a famous uh, uh, one of my heroes growing up. Our Guruji told me, read Ramatrita. You'll be inspired, right? He was blissed out. He's like, <laughs> read Ramatrita. And so in the life of Ramatrita, there's a beautiful scene where he goes to do, I've been, I think I've maybe been to that cave. I'm not sure. My first year I went to a cave which I've never found again. I was told this is one of Ramatrita's caves. I've been to a few of Ramatrita's caves, but it may have been that one. And the villagers said, don't, he's like, I need a cave to meditate. I'm a yogi, I need a cave to meditate. And when you go into a village, or a yogi, sadhu comes, the local people say, oh yes, we, have a keep, we keep a couple caves for visiting sadhus. But they said, don't go there. It's full of ghosts and demons, right? You go there, the, 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 they'll, they'll kill you. They'll break your neck. They're so scared. The villagers are so scared of that ghost, the ghost that lives in that haunted cave. And then his, his answer is, I come, this is a famous line, I come a blazing fire, right? Where I go, darkness flees. 
Right? He, he was fully conscious of his illumined conscience. Where is there darkness in, in, in the sun, in the presence of the sun? I'm the sun. He had that very much, that, 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 that self-knowledge of like, like that. Right? And then when he went, he went and he meditated some weeks there. And when he came back down to get some water or back some food or something like that, then the boy said, oh my God, you didn't die. Did you see any ghosts? There's no ghosts in there. Don't be ridiculous. Right? You know, small minds who are at that vibration think that. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, one, I'm the supreme Brahman itself. Where is there a ghost? There's not, there's not even a second person with the speak of ghosts. There's no people even. Even you are only the Supreme Brahman. Right? You're, I'm Ram and you're Ram. There's no second thing. Right? That was his attitude. Where a where sun is, there's no, there's no darkness. So all bondage goes simultaneously with, with, the, with, with carrying Krishna. Right? Or with the, uh, the advent of knowledge or the advent of, of, of this divinity. Tama Revaha Vavarisha Parjanaha Upamshu Garjita. So the cloud from the clouds, remember it's rainy season, right? So he goes out, but then there's an there's a second struggle. What's the second struggle? It's raining outside. From the clouds is pouring rain. Right? And Upamshu and, and the clouds are pouring rain and they're thundering. Right, lightning and thunder. It's one of those stormy nights. Right, a good a good night. So, so two things. So he's carrying Krishna. What happens? The gates open on their own. The senses, the guards are asleep. The gates open, and he steps up. But there's another big problem. He's carrying a little a precious thing. Right, it's going to get damaged. It's going to get uh, sullied. Right. Shesha, amvagat, am anvagat, amvagat. Shesha means the serpent and the Naga Sheshnag, right? The Nantashesha, who we know is the one who sleep, Vishnu, sleep, Vishnu sleeps on, he followed a long line, <laughs> right? Nirvayam, uh, Vari Nirvayam. Uh, vari means rain here. Nirvana means to stop. Nirvayat. He, he, but he stopped the rain, right? Uh, by, by, by expanding like, like an like a, um, uh, umbrella, I guess it's a covering or something like that, spreading its hood. It doesn't mean hood, but just by spreading, which means like uh, some translations say uh, he covered, he followed to and stopped the rain like an umbrella. Now you can see how beautiful, again, even the rain, the problem is rain, still there's no, there's no rain because everything, Lord arranges everything, right? But again, if we take this as a yogic uh, awakening, this is all you can't, you can't, you know, like the senses shut down, all the gates open, and the prana grabs divinity and begins. What happens? Right? It's a symbol of Kundalini also. Right? The same, same thing. The whole, the whole past, the whole, the whole voyage, the whole, his first voyage to, 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 to Vrindavan is, you could, I mean, uh, it's also, you can go to, you, you can, you can walk the path from where he, where, uh, from Mathura across the Yamuna. To, to you know, you can, it's it's an actual place, but it's also an actual place, right? That actual place also exists within us. It's along Shashumna like this, right? That I don't know. Probably, you have you have to you have to see how much devotion you have. Should you should part? That's the next verse. We'll get there, right? So you see, there's a beautiful, beautiful, but spiritually it's beautiful, but also internally, it's 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 a such an it's an it's a uh, in when talking about. Uh, 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 metaphors we, we, we use the term is, is it apt apt I mean when the metaphor works right when it fits I guess is the proper thing this is also an apt metaphor for the yogic 
path, right? It's not, it's not the primary meaning, but it's an apt metaphor. It's a very good metaphor for this, right? It can be inter- interpreted this way. All the doors, so by the influence of Yogamaya, the senses of all the guards and the inhabitants of the house were all indrawn in sleep. All the doors and great gates fastened with locks and chains opened on their own when Vasudeva approached carrying Krishna, like darkness at the approach of the sun. Clouds showered rain and rumbled with thunder. Shesha, the serpent, followed, stopping the rain like an umbrella. This is very nice. Very beautiful image. What happens? Mahagoni Varshati. Maghoni means uh, uh, is a name for Indra, right? So Indra is pouring rain, right? So this is so what's happening when you pour rain? Another thing, of course, you have an umbrella. Here we live by a river, right? And when it's really raining, what do we do? We grab the umbrella, we go outside, look at the river, because the water falling on our heads not our main concern. It's the water coming up from the river. We live in a flooded area. We flood time to time. Many of you have you've you've had even more direct experience than we do about the danger of the of, of our river. So same thing. This river was flooding at that time. Indra was pouring rain down, right? And there's reason why Indra was pouring rain. Indra has a bad a bad reputation in the in, in in this lila, right? He's always a little jealous of this Krishna character. So who knows? Some some text, some commentary said, oh, he was he was pouring rain in a good way, because in order to create this lila for the Lord, others say that he was pouring rain because trying to, like. Stop all this because he's he's threatening. He, Indra also represents the ego. He's not the unrefined ego like Kamsa. He's a very refined ego, right? A, a very uh, disciplined ego, but still the ego, still in control, still thinks he's con- controlling everything. So why Indra was pouring rain? That's another question. We we have to ask him. Maguni Ashakrita Yama Anuja Gambira Toya Ogha. Java, Urmi, so it's like these, uh, was, this, was him pouring down, what happens, the river becomes deep, right? Uh, Gambira, right? Java was forest, Urmi was wavy, um, uh, was foam, and Avarta uh, Shatta, uh, um, uh, whirling, which means um, whirlpools, right? You can see it's like, it's like a very violent situation, it's deep and it's violent and forceful. Right, and he has to cross it, right? And it's full of whirlpools. And so, what is this? What is this Yamuna? We know it's the, the, the. You can also go Yamuna River is there. It's one of the main tributaries. It's a primary tributary to the Ganga, right? It joins the Ganga at Allahabad and Prayag, right? So the main, one of the most important, the most important juncture, right? Many rivers flow into the thousands of rivers flow into it, but I think there's, I think. Six or ten main mentioned the scripture, the big rivers that flow in like tributaries. Yamuna is one of them. So what is Yamuna? Right? Yamuna here, Yamuna, the name for Yamuna is Yama Anuj, Anuja. Anuja means sister. It means younger sister or sister, right? Of Yama. So there is a story behind everything, right? There's another so what what is Yamuna? Yamuna is the sister of Yama. Who's Yama? Death. Right, he's the Lord of Death, and there's ancient stories for this. Uh, uh, so y- Yamuna is the daughter of Surya and Sarunya. San- Saran- sorry, Saranyu. Sorry, all these words are too similar in my head. And Saranyu is the goddess of the dawn and of clouds. So that's very poetic. So the sun, Surya is the sun, and his goddess. He has many uh, wives. One of his wives is the dawn and the clouds at dawn. 
right? Related to Usha. Usha is the goddess of the dawn itself. They have, I think, a little fight between them sometimes. The different wives of Surya are sometimes jealous of each other. But, um, but you get, what a beautiful name. Right? From, them, from, from their union is born uh, certain in ancient uh, world children. Um, So other brothers. So uh, the son gave birth, and this and this. This is these are Vedic stories. These are seeds in Vedic stories, uh, pulled out in in the Puranas. But they're actually the seeds of these are in, from Vedic mantras, right? To the the uh, uh, from Surya comes, uh, um, uh, 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 of course, uh, Yama and Yamuna, right? These two, right? The, uh, and Vaivashwata um, Manu uh, uh, and the Ashwins. The Ashwins. So Vaivashwata Manu is the first person. He's Manu, the big Manu, right? He's the first person to, to bring, the first first man, you could say, the first woman. We can trace back the human race to one person probably even, right? Uh, that's, that would be the, this would be the mythological equivalent of the biological first person, right? Uh, and the twin Ashvins, these are the divine doctors that give knowledge of health and longevity, right? So he, so the fortune was, so he was along with the first man, comes and the science of how to live in this world through medicine and the like health also comes is born yama that is death right and yami actually yamuna's earlier name is yami right yeah and uh, so there's a story about that too that uh, uh, it says that um, uh, uh, see yami means companion of yama so this is like they're twin they're considered twins where there's yama there's yami Right, That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> yummy, yummy, yeah, yummy. I guess is the proper thing, right? So there's a story that once this uh, uh, this goddess uh, um, uh, uh, Sanina, when she saw her husband, when they came to to procreate, with this means when the when the sun procreates with the, with the morning uh, clouds, right? But they couldn't handle. She couldn't handle the, the the brightness of the sun, and she she withdrew her mind like this, right? You know, she controlled her, closed her eyes, right? Because it's just so bright. And in the classic ego of a man, in the situation, he got offended, right? And, and he says, and he gave some like a curse. He got a little angry. He says, because you have with you have withdrawn, which means control, which means yama. Like Yama Niyama has the same root, right? And because you're controlled, one of your one of your son will be called Yama, and he'll he'll be the one that controls everything, and he's also disciplined. Yama is a god, is not only the god of death, but also of control of discipline, right? He's his 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 he holds a he holds a danda, which of discipline he punishes, right? So that's so and so so the next time they had next morning, you know, at the sun when the clouds, the early morning clouds hit, have union with the, with the rising sun. And if she's beginning, she tried her best to look. I was trying to try as best as I can as I look, look as much as I can, but still kept, you know, trying to stare at the sun. You know, you, can, you ever try sun gazing? You, you could stare for a little bit, but eventually it's gonna. Even if it's the proper time where it's not, it's not easy to stare at the sun, right? So even if you try, most people don't try. That's the first thing. But if you try, it's also difficult. What happened? Um, uh, uh, So she was blessed that that her daughter, the next child from that union, will be a daughter, and that that uh, uh, that will be uh, uh, um, always remembered, right? That she'll always be remembered for all time, throughout all time. It was a boon. So that's also the another name for the Yamuna River is Kalindi, 
right? The Kalindi, Kalindi, I think, right? Kalindi River. Kalindi River has many sources of names. One is that it comes from a, no, it's, it's Source Mountain. It's, it's like Kalinda or something like it has a, it's like that. Uh, uh, but um, Kalinda is the name of the mountain. But Kalindi means dark also. Because just like Kala means time, but also has a meaning of dark. Similar that Kali means the goddess of time, but also the meaning of dark. Right? So Kalindi is, so Yama is death, which is also related to Kala, which is related to time, which is related to darkness. Right? And so she's a dark, and if you go, even if you go to, you go, you go, you go to the Ganga, you go to Allahabad, you see the Ganga flows one way, and then you have the Yamuna. One is, is, is the color of, um, of Gera, like this, color of Shiva, and the other one is dark, blue, Shama. Right, of course, the color of Krishna. It's always, but you can see when you see where the orange water and the blue water meet. That's the that's the sangam. You can see the two waters flowing next to each other. Right. So her water is also dark. There's many stories of how become how she becomes dark. Another story is when Shiva. Remember when Shiva lost Sati, right? He was in in in, in tremendous um, uh, grief, right? And so and the gods didn't know what to do. So and you know, the story where. Um, um, Kama, Kamadev comes and throws his arrow to get him to agitate his mind, take his mind off things, and so we can. And they needed a certain child to be born. They needed they needed to marry Parvati and have Kartikeya and all these things. And the story continues. But during that time, he found his mind all agitated. He he burned Kama, but he was still all agitated, right? So he went to, he went he went to the nearest river in the Himalayas and took a bath in in in, in the Ganga. Munotri area, right? And he cooled himself down. Ah, he was he got all sexually agitated. He wanted to go back to meditation, right? So he baked, and cold water immediately cools down the system. If you get all pranic, all pranazol, and it says in so doing, when he calmed down, all his grief washed away. So that dyed the water black, or dark, or blue like this. So that's another one of the reasons that Kalandi's river is there. So, so this Yama, so he he he, he uh, so this Yama's sister. Right. Also, the goddess of death. She's a god. So, in a certain sense, it's also the river of death. The sister of it's a river. That's a, that's the the companion, the ever companion of death. Right. So how to so what did that become in a, in a myth in, in a in a metaphorical thing? This is the river of death. Right. You know, you you're carrying all the gates open. The the thing comes around, but how are you going to cross this? It's not easy to cross this river. Right. And it's flood. It's deep and violent and twirling. So what happens? Uh, hmm. Where is it? Um, Nani margam dadhau dadhau. Nadi nadi margam dadhau. Nadi means a river. Margam means path or way. Dadhau made or gave. So the river made way or showed a path. Right. We have a similar story in. And when Pharaoh, with, when Moses is running, not, you know, the, the river, the ocean splits, right, and made, made way. So he stepped into the river, and there's no, and the river's low. Not, you know, it's like, so it's a bit, so when this has happened, everything, gets, even the river of death goes down. The river of the world goes down, shows the path, right? And if you think the river made way, that means also the nadi opens. It's another way of saying. To use these same words, the river Nadi Margam the river becomes a path, right? In the story, he crosses the Yamuna, but it actually says the river makes a path, right? So you can also interpret that as these are also Yamuna and Ganga, the Ida and the Pingala, the different breaths. There's so many ways you can interpret, 
and, and, and flavors of this, right? Very beautiful. It says, Sindhueva Sriya Patehe. Just like Sindhu, the, that giant, that river, the, 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 not just a river, the ocean. The ocean also made way. When? For Shriyapate, for the Lord of Shri. Means Vishnu. But where, where is an ancient story where the, where the ocean yeah. makes way? That is Ramayana, for Lord Ram. Right, Siyapati Ramachandra Ki Jai. Right, that uh, So, just like, just like when when Rama was looking for Sita, the ocean gave way. Seemingly, I mean, there's different the equivalent of that. It's still where there was an ocean, there's now a path. Right, that's the point. Right, where there is a river, there's now a path. Either a path across the river or a path through the river, a path over the ocean, through the ocean. But the point is that path is made. When Vasudeva holds Krishna, the gates open, the bounds are loosened, the gates open, the guards are asleep, right? Anantashesh covers, and the river goes down and makes a path. Everything becomes auspicious when, 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 when this auspicious beginning starts. Hmm. Nandavrajam Sauri Upatyatratan. When, when uh, Vasudeva reached Nandavrajam, the home or the village of Nanda. Right? And so they also have an old history. They're friends. Nanda and, 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 um, um, and, and Vasudeva are friends. So are Yashoda and um, Devaki. Actually, Vasudeva has many wives that are actually being taken care of. Due to the horror of um, Kamsa, many of Vasudev's other wives are, in, are under being taken care of in the house. They're living in the house of Nanda. Of Nanda. Right? So that's also that his own Shaktis are already there. Right? So they have a long relationship. He goes, he goes there, and what, what, does he, what does he do? He uh, um, says, Gopan Prasupatam. Uh, uh, prasupatam. The Gopas, the cowherders that live there, this is the cowherd village, right? They're asleep. Also, remember, who was just born there immediately? Just just now, Yogamaya. She put everybody to sleep. Made everything auspicious and everything closed so this internal magic can happen. Or if the story is taken externally, everyone was asleep so he could, she, by her control, she made everybody fall asleep and she could, so that this this uh, uh, transfer can, this mysterious transfer can happen. When he reached Vasudeva's, when Vasudeva reached the village home of Nanda, he saw that all, all the cow herders were fast asleep. He placed his son on the bed of Yashoda. Right, so he places, so Yashoda had just given birth, remember? To Mahamaya, right, the birthless one. And picking up her daughter, again returned to his home. So that's a very mysterious thing. He, he went, he put Krishna in the bed next to Yashoda and took uh, uh, Mahamaya, right, the daughter, and went back home. Immediately went back. That's very simple. Uh, uh, um, Grihan Agat and returned to his home. Of course, his home is a, is whereas I, when I was when I was translating this this verse, his home. Why does he use Grihan means home or house? It's not his house. It's his prison, mm-hmm. right? He's it's not his. It's Kamsa's house. But that's. This is where this is where our home is also a prison, right? Our body, our mind, our our our, our tendencies, whatever whatever you want to think. This is also our prison, right? This is where we're, wherever home is not where where the heart, home is where you live. <laughs> That's where you spend the night, you know. And this is where we spend most of the nights, right? This is where we are, right? So he goes back home, 
right? And so, but he leaves Krishna and he brings something back, right? There's a there's also a mantra to take a yogic interpretation again. There's a mantra in uh, in, in the um, uh, Devi Gita of the Devi Bhagavatam, right? It says, "You who who are like fire when you rise, and are like nectar when you descend, right? To you, O goddess, who who uh, who um, uh, walks along the path of uh, Shushumna, we bow every day. Actually, uh, Devi said this mantra should be chanted first thing in the morning. So Guru, after Guru Pranam, this mantra should be chanted. It's like the type of Buddha Shuti, right? So it's like that which comes up has to again, alom and bilom. That which comes up has to be brought back down because the work is not to be done. Has to be, you know, and so kamsa, is, uh, kamsa has to be has to be dealt with, right? Uh, has to be brought back home. So what's brought back home? There's a trend. So Mahamaya is again in her realm. Everything's her realm. From I told, she's uh, the ruler of this section. When Vasudeva, when Vasudeva reached the home of Nanda, he saw that the cowherders were fast asleep. He placed his son on the bed of Yashoda, picking up her daughter. Again, he returned home. Vasudeva placed a female child on the bed of Devaki. Devaki, Sanyane Nyasa Vasudeva Darikam. Nyasa, he placed, he left. This term is important, right? Then, Pratimuncha, binding himself again. He again put on the bounds, right? Means back and back. Pado Loham, Pado, on his feet, he put again the shackles. And his Loham means metal. Loham means iron or metal, but Loham also means gold. According to how it's used. We use a thing called punch, our deities are made of Pancha Loham, five metals. Right, there's an auspicious mixture. One of them is gold. So it's interesting that that Swami Vivekananda in a famous said whether you are tied in in iron chains or golden chains, they're still chains, right? And that's what happens. Some the point. So it's, it means iron chain, but just a little bit of fleshing out this word. Loham also means gold in context, right? And so some are we we, we can be trapped, right? By four, we can also be trapped by very nice things. Right, not only very nice things and material things, but also very nice ideas and concepts. I'm a good yogi. I have a sattvic life, right? You know, I do pranayama. It's like we can be very comfortable in our yogic life without, but not realizing we're still we're still trapped. He's we're still in the prison. Trapped with golden chains. Golden chains still binds. They're easy to break, but not easy to break. Who wants to break a golden chain? Right? If you break a golden chain, it's like, oh man, it broke. <laughs> it's gonna cost a lot of money to fix. That took me years to get that chain. That pretty. Right, mm-hmm. an iron chain we feel good if we, we get rid of it. Right, but a golden chain is difficult. It's easy to break, but even more, no, you don't try to break it, is our problem. Right, that's a that's a so it's interesting just a, a flesh on that word uh, loham, para loham aste purva uh, purvavat avrittaha. So he bind himself again. Was he shackled his legs again with iron or earth or gold, however you want to think, with worldly consciousness like that. And remained purvavat like before, right? In other words, back where he back imprisoned, all the gates closed, back in chains again. Uh, what was like before? Avritaha, bound, just like before, right? But is it just like before? What happens? You have a spiritual experience, right? But and afterward, oh, where did that experience go, right? But it's still you know something. Right, you think to have that experience. You just saw Bhagavan Vishnu, 
right? Being and the sages, devas and rishis and and Nagara, uh, uh, apsaras and gandharvas sang hymns, right? You're you're, you're praying non-dualistic hymns of, of 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 highest philosophy and Advaita and Sankhya and Bhakti, right? He tells you what's what, 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 uh, your past lives of doing tapasya for thousands of years. It was your third birth like that, right? Then magically everything. He becomes a little child. You walk out of your prison. You walk across a river. You you come back. And now you're just like you were before. You're not like you were before. You have experience, right? The path has been known. You've walked the path, right? And you know the way, right? And there's also, the, the Swami Chaitanya Noe says that if you, if one day I give you some sugar and you taste sugar, ah, I know what sugar, what does sugar taste like? It's sweet, right? So maybe you'll never eat sugar again. But your whole life you know what sugar tastes like. And somebody can tell you, oh, taste this, this is this sugar. That's not sugar, that's not sweet. I know what sugar tastes like. No, no, you don't know. No, no, I know. Whatever you think, I know what sugar tastes like. You have divine experience. Anubhuti. Anubhuti means direct experience. That is never... Even if you don't have it all the time, you never, you never lose it also. Even if it's not continuous. Right? So that, should, that can be an impetus for higher, for further aspiration. Right? So, so this term, bound as he was before, is not exactly as he was before. Right? Uh, uh, uh. Sri Ramakrishna says that if you enter the world, first, first attain devotion, then enter the world. Right? He said that if you enter the world first without devotion, you get caught. You get lost. Right? And uh, we, how easy it happens. If you get devotion, then enter. He describes it like, like rubbing your hands with oil and then breaking open the jackfruit. You won't stick to your fingers. Right? With this experience, so also he's going to be trapped for the next 11 years, 12 years. Right? But he's not trapped as he was before. He knows who is born to him. He knows who his son is. He knows the promise that he'll attain the highest goal. Right? So it's not that... that uh, 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 it's, uh, he's, yeah, in a certain sense, even bound, he's, he's already liberated. That's a, that's a very interesting this definition. It's a, a one potential ter- interpretation of Jiva Mukta. Mukta is still, Jiva Mukta still gets old and dies, but he's free. Even while bound, as he was before, same body as everything, but you have different knowledge. Right, that's that's the highest point, and maybe we can we can those who can the parents of Krishna we can give the term jiva mukta. I'm using the uh, or you could just even but even in our own small ways, you have some divine experience, some little bit of experience. Even if we want, we lose it. It's like oh, why did I, how did I lose it? Right, seems to be just like I was, but you're not like like you were. You have new knowledge, and when that knowledge become and the highest knowledge, even if you seem to be like you were, you're not like you were. Our Guru just said, returning from that state. You have new knowledge. He says you, you enter a fool, now, you have, now you're wise. Right? You never stop being wise, although you still get old and die and have to eat and get sick and the whole thing. Right? <laughs> but you never stop being wise. Right? So you have... Chop wood. Yes. Yeah, before, before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. <laughs> right? That's a very, the famous, a very important line. Right? Uh, I shall... Let me see it. We should do RT search shortly. Hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't, uh, uh, the final verse here. Uh, so he transfers the body. He uh, uh, he remains. What happened to Yashoda back back in Vrindavan or in Gokula? Yashoda Nanda Patnicha, Yashoda the wife of Nanda, Jattam Param Abhujata. She knew, Jatta Param, she knew that she had just given birth. Janma means birth, right? Uh, um, and 
Adbuta, she had understanding. She knew. Can you imagine? It was on the middle of the night. Hell's happened at midnight on a rainy night, stormy night, pouring rain, the rivers and flood and the whole thing. And in the middle of the whole thing, she had a difficult labor, and she got she gave birth to the birthless one, right? And so and and so she knew in, in her recovery from or in her after uh, trauma or afterglow of giving birth, however you have to think of it, she knew she had given birth to a baby. But it says na talingam. Uh, um, not uh, 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 talingam. She didn't know the lingam. It means actually means the sign. Lingam actually means genitals, which means she didn't know whether the male or female. She didn't. She wasn't conscious whether it had a lingam or not. That's literally what it means, right? But it's an ancient world saying that she didn't know if it was she gave birth to. Him. So so when she, when when she sees a little boy, she goes, oh, I must have given birth to a boy. She gave birth to a girl, but she didn't know she actually gave him. She thought she gave birth to a boy. Why? Why? Prashati. Due to the difficult labor. Nidraya apagata smritihi. Nidraya means overcome by sleep. Nidra, right? And apagata um, smritihi. She lost her, it's translated as lost her awareness. She became unconscious due to sleep. Or lost her memory due to sleep. Right, but again, once again, another interpretation by the same words, nidraya, overcome by sleep. Nidra is also the name of Mahamaya. She's yoga in 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 the Chandi. She's known as Yoga Nidra, right? Uh, uh, the goddess Yoga Nidra, the goddess of sleep, the goddess of ignorance, the goddess of forgetfulness. Due to Yoga Maya's do, doing, she forgot whether she either she fell asleep or by yoga sleep meaning Yoga Maya. Right, uh, the, the divine goddess Yogamaya, she forgot, she was made to forget uh, 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 whether she gave birth. So Yogamaya confuses everything, but for a purpose. In the mystical realm, the extraordinary world, right? Everything, uh, the rules aren't so absolutely tight. So I think there, because it's, almost, it's time people are coming. There's a, 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 this is actually the end of chapter 3. It's the exact end of chapter 3. Next, uh, uh, chapter 4 continues the same part of the story. And that's what happens when now the baby cries and the guards wake up and Kamsa comes running and what happens, right? And it would have good to fit, but I, I got distracted. It says that uh, 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 what was the term? It was um, um, uh, he he had from Bhagavan, not Prachodaya, I forget the word is there, but from he got instruction or understanding or illumination from within from Bhagavan. Bhagavan gave an inspiration to do, right? But also, if you think this is the this is that's a story for him, and this these are all also taken as mystical states of of the path, right? It's not clear how we get how we know what to do. Right, you know, and and we have a, we sometimes use this term for ourselves. Every step reveals the path, right? You know, it's like you don't know what you're gonna do, what to do until you get to the point. You don't you don't see the, the choices yet. When you get there, you'll know what to do, right? At that moment, he knew what to do. He knew the next step of that as ascent or the or the little like that. You know, it's like and but it says that he from within he he, he was told what to do. He knew what to do from within, right? Or Yoga Maya instructed, or Vishnu instructed. Because actually, but really. It's all in this sec- chapter. It's all Yogamaya. In the next little section, Yogamaya will actually speak, right? He'll confront, and you get to see her in all her glory, and 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 who she is, and what she is, and what she and where she is now will also be described, right? Uh, 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 I'll give you a little hint, right? She's one of the one of the places she is, and one of her names is Madakshinishwari at Laguna, 
Right? It says that after this little scene, she becomes in many places under many names. Right? We can still access. We can so everyone is under the under the control of Mahamaya. Right? But we can also worship that same Mahamaya through temples, through her names, through her holy places, her tirtas. Right? And so that's also a big uh, uh, ins- a little go- jewel in the middle of the whole Bhagavatam, this little statement. While everyone in this world is covered by Maya, Mahamaya, we can also worship her right? as, as, as Yogamaya. Right? You know, uh, in, in, so it's like, like complete, if we're lost in materialism, lost in delusion, that's called Maya. Right? And when we're worshipping the goddess with arati and devotion and flower and hymns and study, that's also maya. Same maya. Right? Yoga, there's avijamaya, takrasit, avijamaya and vijamaya shakti. Avijamaya shakti, avijamaya shakti. Right? So she spread, after that she spread everywhere as illusion and she spread everywhere in the form of temples and, and her face, she's there for us to uh, worship and, and uh, connect with. You know, not in the form of illusion but in the form of wisdom and devotion and contemplation you know so we'll leave it there and we'll jump into rt in four minutes six minutes thank you for your kind attention and on a cold rainy day not well sprinkly on on, on a cool sprinkly day